And what we put our attention to is what we put our energy towards. Just thinking about kindness and how you can be more kind and the fact that and imagining and visualizing 10 days of, of everybody you interact with is intentionally kind. Come on now. Can we try it out and see what happens? The Be Insanely Great channel. We're redefining ourselves as a Be Insanely Great channel, producing and curating content that helps convey a perspective of a way of life that is possible based upon your consciousness and based upon what you accept within your awareness and based upon what you put your attention on and what you put your energy towards. So we are creating a new series, segment, string of shows on a regular cadence, likely weekly, <laughs> in which we are searching collectively, you, me, everybody, searching for happiness, searching for peace of mind, searching for peace, searching for joy, searching for freedom, searching for freedom, searching for wholeness, searching for fulfillment, searching for success, self-improvement, being present, or just being. We can just be. How magical that can be. Can you slow down your life so much, so much, to which instead of racing, always, you're present, you're here, you're perceiving, you have perception of, of everything within your awareness, you feel, the, you feel your heartbeat, you feel the energy of life, and you can appreciate every little thing that comes across as something that's for you, something that's for you. How magical that is. It is magical. From my experience, uh, who I will tell you, everything that I say, <laughs> I share in everything that's ever recorded is not simply me preaching or saying or conveying something that I read and I'm just regurgitating. I have taken things that I've read, whether they be quotes, whether they be books, whether they be insights into perspectives of, of, of science and, 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 and all of that, and applied it in my life, applied it in the many moments in my life over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, gaining a deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper understanding to a place in which I can share it from a genuine place of accepted truth within my own, within my own consciousness, within my own awareness. So that's what we're doing. Consciousness, talking about perception, talking about life, talking about the fact that every moment is an opportunity to live and every moment is an opportunity to appreciate everything that's around us. And um, we're going to search for that. But hey, here's the here, spoiler alert. We found it. <laughs> we found it. You can find it too. Hey, we could, you can find it too. And it doesn't just continue to fade away or you just experience it, you know, ever so often. This can be something that continues to expand in the moments of your day, in the, man, in, in the moments of your life, to which it, it gains that momentum, it gains that energy, it gains that momentum, and then it comes to a place in which it's all of a sudden taking over your moments and allowing it to be something that's happening more frequently and more frequently and more frequently. 
And then you'll look back and you'll say, oh my God, I really don't experience that, those negative, nasty, anxious, stressful things that I used to have. I used to react in a way that was so chaotic that now I react with kindness. I react with peace. I react with love. I react with intention. I react with calmness. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what we're doing. Welcome. My name's Joe. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Riley, our incredible producer, please introduce yourself. <laughs> hey, I'm Riley. If you have, you've probably heard me off screen numerous times trying to wrangle in Joe. And I think that is one of the, one of the fun things that we're now going to incorporate into this big, be insanely great search for happiness, search for freedom is Joe is the master. Joe has all the ideas. I'm the acolyte that can sort of sit here and be your conduit. Uh, when I say, huh? When he says, you know, so many different things. I want to make sure that what we're, where, where we're going, what we go with this sort of stuff, we're breaking it down for everybody who, you know, was like me at one point who, I mean, first of all, I thought when I was getting involved with this, it was just going to be a regular podcast that went out once a week. And we've gone into so many different directions. Uh, we've done the sound of silence. We've done, uh, <laughs> we've done music reviews. We've done, uh, we're working on pot, like a, a completely different universal consciousness series where you break things down. We're about to announce something really huge on the podcast that is coming up in the next month. Like when we first started talking in February, none of this seemed like something that was going to be in the future. And so now I am, you know, Joe's on, you know, level 10, level infinite level, whatever you want to talk about on that, on his journey. I'm on step two. And if you're coming here, you're maybe on step one. So I'm going to try and make sure that we're all, you know, in sync with each other as much as possible. Thank you, Riley. Yes. And I was on step zero before. Um, I think I think we all can claim we, were, we are or have been or, you know, occasionally, re, you know, get back into a, a level zero, you know, or negative, depending on the circumstance. Um, and yeah, like it doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't have to be, you know, so where you put your attention is where you put your energy, says so many great wise folks in our world today. And so, yeah, we're, we're really going to take that to heart, take that to heart and realize over many, many present moments and engaging moments with us that literally anything is possible. You can do, you can have, and you can be anything you can imagine. How do you do that? <laughs> Where do you start? How do you begin? How do you begin trying to figure that out or trying to understand it? And I think one of the cool things about this podcast is it should be one of those stepping stones for you. And I, I think one of the big tenets that we both brought to the table when we were discussing this, I'm going to borrow a phrase from my brother, my brother and me, another a very famous podcast of brothers who uh, answer questions from uh, various dark sources on the internet. But one of the things they always say at their live shows is no bummers and let's keep it positive. Let's keep it light. We're only bringing positive energy to this podcast. We only want to expand that out because if you, when you concentrate on the positivity, Joe, I mean, you've seen it uh, explode in your life in, in so many different directions. So true, Riley. So true. There are no bummers. There is there is none of that. We we give no attention toward any of that whatsoever. The only attention we give towards anything remotely close to that is a discerning of the condition and the circumstance or the event that happens to try and understand it at a level in which we don't allow that to be something that affects us in a negative way. That's the only element in which we'll remotely put a 10-foot pole next to that <laughs> next to that emotion or next to that negative emotion or next to that negative condition. That's the only instance in which we'll do that. 
And I think one of the great things that I learned uh, just from working on the show, and it's, you know, it's one of those first steps that a lot of folks uh, should get into their heads, is that your perception of a situation can change so much, both in its present moment and the future and the outcome of it. So if you approach, you know, a bad and not so great situation, we're probably past the 30 second mark where you can't swear on YouTube right at the moment uh, and still be monetized. Is that a thing? I don't even know. Uh, yeah. Uh, you're you're not supposed to. Anything? Well, I was going to, I was going to use a word, but I'm not going to, um, See, there you go. if no, you're in a no, not no so great situation, your perception, but yeah, <laughs> we don't want to bring that into our conscious awareness, you know, no, thank you. <laughs> that was something that I stopped doing when I uh, got with my partner, Sarah, and it has changed. I love it. when you stop relying on those sorts of words, your vocabulary, it expands into different directions and you find a whole bunch of different ways to describe you know, if you do happen to get upset, but it, it just, it forces your mind to make different connections. And that's what I've been loving about it. I love that perspective, Riley, because that's exactly that. That's, that's so true. So true. Cause you, it's like, you immediately have a default word that you just bucket everything terrible into. And when you say it, it makes you feel better. And then you just default to that every time and you default to that every time. And so every time you're giving that word, the energy, and then that word, then, you know, is just a bucket of everything you don't want. <laughs> when you say it, it's like you reactivate it into something that then it ultimately allows it to be something that comes towards you. And when you use those words, it un instantly crystallizes that situation into being that sort of situation, even if it could have gone in a few different ways. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share something that I told my mom when I went out to dinner with her <laughs> a few weeks ago. I was trying to explain something to her that when you, you give, you get back. How do you, how do you like, how do you, how do you, process that into like having that be something you think about in every moment when we're all just running to the next thing. And I said, mom, I said, think of it like you got two boomerangs. You got a good boomerang and then you got everything else boomerang. So which boomerang are you going to pick up? But here's the thing. You have to throw a boomerang every moment and every choice, everything you make, every choice you make, every moment you live, you're throwing a boomerang. Are you going to throw a good boomerang in which as it comes back, it's going to attract all those good things and come right back to you? Or are you going to throw an everything else boomerang <laughs> with everything else? It could be negative. It could be it could be uh, uh, indifferent. It could be whatever. But you're going to throw that and that's going to attract. And as it as it, you're going to throw that out into the universe and as it comes back, it's going to gather all of that thing and all of that energy and come right back to you. So you decide. Are you hearing that? That's going to be the first thing in our merch store is a good boomerang. Yes. Good boomerangs, please. <laughs> Throw those good boomerangs. If you put all the good boomerangs out there, you're going to have all those boomerangs attracting all that good energy coming back to you constantly over and over. And then those things are going to be rushing towards you instead of the things rushing toward you that used to more frequently rush toward me and <laughs> that we don't want. And now there are more things that we do want. Is it is it 100% of the day? No, but it's every moment is an opportunity to, to have an accomplishment to say, wow, I don't experience that anymore. I don't react in that way anymore. You know, whether it's a boomerang or whether you want to call it something else. I had a friend of mine I was talking to this week and he said, he's telling me about something. I said, well, if you react with chaos, you can expect to experience chaos. If you react with kindness and peace, well, you can expect to experience kindness and peace. So give it what you will. It's all energy. And it literally is, is formed by your consciousness and what you perceive. 
And that's what we're here to help you understand because it literally is that simple. It literally is that simple. Qualified by many world-renowned physicists, Max Planck, Albert Einstein, and, and decades of other scientists and researchers and experiments and all of these things. And how many of us have actually taken a few moments to try and apply the fundamental elements of, of how the world works to our own life instead of saying, oh, that's too small. I can't worry about atoms and electrons and <laughs> all of that stuff. I can't be bothered with that. But that is what's operating your entire world. If you can understand that, you can start to leverage that for your benefit, <laughs> for your good. And don't worry, folks, I'll be asking Joe to break that down over the course <laughs> of the next several episodes because, yeah, sometimes just straight to the moon. And it's like, Joe, take me with you. But, Joe, big announcement coming up. What's happening next month? Oh, man. All right. Well, here we go. So I was thinking... This just came to me one day a few weeks ago, and I'm like, if where you put your attention is where you put your energy, and there is this universal consciousness, and it all functions in a cohesive, collective manner, well, is it possible then if we could create an event in which we help people understand through the simplicity of an act what's possible? with what you give your attention to, you give your energy to. What is that act? Kindness, 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 kindness. You're like, what are you talking about, Joe? Well, what I'm talking about is this. We are gonna do a big kindness challenge. What's a great day to have people all around the world thinking about kindness? How about September 11th? How about September 11th? It's coming up in a few weeks. And not just for one day, let's let it roll. To what day? World Peace Day <laughs> on September 21st. If everybody on the planet would take a few moments, even if, even if it was, and if you're saying, oh, I'm already kind, I'm already peaceful, I'm already this, okay, fine, that's cool, that's great, that's great, that's awesome, that's amazing, we have an incredible start and a foundation. But can you be a little bit more intentional about being kind? Can you go out of your way one more time to, to do something kind for somebody? Can you react in a way that contradicts what you reacted previously with to say, oh yeah, well, let me do this for you, or let me do that, or, or what about this, or, you know, or invite people into, into your life with kindness? And it could be a random act. It could be holding open a door for somebody. It could be you know, taking over a little snack to, to a neighbor that, that you haven't talked to in a while and having a five-minute conversation. But even the fact of everybody in your world putting your conscious attention towards the act of kindness for a period of 10 days, the amount of energy that that should create in the world should be unbelievably massive unbelievably fast <laughs> to potentially not only transform your world, but transform the world that we live in. It literally could be that simple. And there's nobody to say that, oh, that's not possible. Well, that when they say that, <laughs> let that be their world. You focus your attention on what you believe. And if I want you to think about this, I want you to think about the fact that, think about for a moment, Everybody in your world and every interaction you have for a period of seven to 10 days, whatever you can feel that you can commit to is 
intentionally kind and present. Let that blow your mind for a moment. <laughs> Let that blow your mind for a moment. Think about that. It certainly did on our uh, weekly production call when I thought you were going to say you wanted to film at a bakery for the next episode. But no, it was a global kindness challenge that you sort of had cooked up to launch in a month and run for 11 days. Yes. So, uh... you know, humanity likes to be challenged. We have the ice bucket (laughs) challenge. We got all these great challenges to help charities and to help people. But why not just help everybody in every element of the globe at one time, because when we can do it coherently, as they have proven in studies, when we can, they do meditation studies where globally thousands of people meditate at the same time. But what are they doing when they're meditating? When you're med- whether you meditate or not, this is not about whether you meditate or not. This is simply an example for you to understand what we're talking about. The energy that's created to globally improve the planet, the amount of crimes go down, the amount of uh, natural disasters are less. Like these are actual facts of scientific studies that happen when there's a collective meditation happening globally at the same time during the same time period. So what we're saying is, and I, some, from someone that's meditated with, Monday will be a year that I've meditated every day. A year ago, I would have said, I'm, the, I'm not a meditator, I'm not gonna sit in the corner and do that. Not gonna do it, not for me. But here I am a year later, every single day I've done it, and it's changed and transformed my life in ways that I've never thought possible. But the fact is, is meditating is, is, is connecting with a feeling. What is that feeling? The feeling of the energy of your life, the feeling of your heartbeat, the feeling of love, the feeling of, of what it is that, that powers your awareness, that powers your world. That same feeling, I experience that feeling when I'm meditating, but I also experience that feeling when I'm, when I'm genuinely present with somebody, that's kindness. When I'm engaging and I'm saying, good morning, how are you? Hello. And having energy to ask that question. They're like, oh my God, wow, that was a great welcome. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Like they, they immediately have an, an, an emotional experience that is joyful, right? And so that's the same feeling. And so if everything is energy, and what we put our attention to is what we put our energy towards. Just thinking about kindness and how you can be more kind and the fact that and imagining and visualizing 10 days of, of everybody you interact with is intentionally kind. Come on now. Can we try it out and see what happens? Like literally, there's nothing bad can come from that. Nothing. Only good can come from that. Oh my God, how transformational. All right, I'm going to breathe. (laughs) Breathe. If you're not coming from Joe's school of enthusiasm and you're more like me, I I think the first thing I said after Joe gave me almost word for word the exact same pitch that you just got, dear listeners, dear viewers, was why not? Why not? Why not go for it? Nothing bad is going to happen from going for this. No matter what size or scale this happens on, it's free. It's just going to be a net positive. Free. Doesn't cost anything. Doesn't cost anything. And here, and you're like, well, wait, where's this event? You're already there. You're already there. The event is in your own conscious awareness in your own world. That's where the event is. Why? Because all that matters is your own consciousness. Every single human being is in their own self-aware world. Every single one of us. Every single one of us. So let that be the world that you create for 10 days between September 11th 
September 21st, 2023, and let's transform the world. Your world, maybe the whole world. We'll see. But start with your world. And if you can tell and share this, you know, insane idea with your friends, your family, your colleagues, the water cooler crowd, everybody you can, oh my God, there's this, there's this insane idea happening, this big kindness challenge where everybody is intentionally kind as often as possible in as many moments as possible throughout a 10-day period. Oh my God, imagine that. Try to visualize that. You're like, what? Yes, that would be amazing. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Oh man. Wow. Wow. I got goosebumps everywhere. This is this is incredible. <laughs> I don't know if this is all right. That's it. That's what we're doing. The big kindness challenge. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your loved ones, tell your enemies, tell your neighbors, <laughs> tell everybody. And we'll tell you right now there'll be more information coming. Yes. Yes. Steer clear of criticism. Steer clear of judgment. Run towards love. Run towards kindness. Run towards peace. Run towards generosity, gratitude, appreciation. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. Why not? There's no reason to not. No reason to. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you in? Yes, that's what I wanted to hear. I heard you. <laughs> you said, of course I'm in. Why would I not be in? That sounds magical. So keep on the lookout for that. We'll be sharing more details. I, do you want to move on to the next part of the podcast? Sure. As long as everybody remembers more to come on the big kindness challenge. I think you might have made an impression. <laughs> Riley, you know. I, I want to say, too, like, you're like, man, what? where's this guy getting this energy? What's he on? I'm on the energy of life. The energy of life. That's what this is. The energy that beats my heart, the energy that pumps my blood throughout my entire body, my brain, my world. That's what this is. I've had two cups of coffee several hours ago and have not eaten a thing today. <laughs> it's like 92 degrees out here and 100% humidity which I'm grateful to have some element of breeze flowing my way. But that's what this is. This is the energy of life. You all have this energy. It's a matter of giving attention to this energy, the energy that beats your heart. And once you start to do that more and more frequently, what? And I think one of the cool ways that for me, I like to bring positivity in my life is reading uh, good news or trying to slow down life as it passes us all by so quickly. Uh, something you realize every year as you get older and older. But I like to read things that are positive out in the world. I like to know that things, you know, there's so much bleak. And especially if you're part of the, if you get on that treadmill, the 24-hour news cycle, it's all just things that are trying to generate clicks and outrage and really negative thoughts in your mind. And so sometimes I like to just try to find positive things that are going on in the world. And Joe, I think you, you're completely disconnected from the news cycle. Eh? You, you don't go for any of it. Yes. Uh, if you see my eyes wandering during the show, you're like, what are you looking at? <laughs> so um, I frequently have butterflies. So there was one literally like two feet away from me that was fluttering all around me a few moments ago and birds and uh, all of these things. So that's what's happening when I'm looking away from the camera at random things in random directions. Um, but yes, to answer your question, uh, Riley, I am disconnected from the news cycles. Uh, there are shows in which occasionally things drop in. 
Um, you know, I check a feed on, on my phone every once in a while, but it's, I try to just look at the pictures and maybe I click on an article that's scientific or, you know, something related to that. Because again, what you put your energy toward is what you put your attention toward what you put your energy. So like, I'm not trying to give my energy away to stuff that I have no control over that I have. It's literally likely not going to affect my life unless I put my conscious awareness towards it. And then it will affect my life. And so that was one of the biggest things in this year of, of transformation that I've experienced by applying things that I've, I've, I've read that I've tried to understand over and over and deeper and deeper and deeper. And one of the first things was, was to disconnect from those things that are not constructive in my life. So what was that thing that you said again, where you put your attention is where you put your energy. And I think this, I'm going to bring up a, uh, a cool news story that I found this week, which is AI powered brain implant restores feeling movement in man with paralysis, which is in and of itself, super cool. I think we're going to start seeing these large language models that everybody's freaking out about with AI right now. They're going to start being able to interpret brain waves. They've already been shown to do that and to connect two parts of a severed spine together, which they've done with this fella who is quadriplegic and has now been able to start moving his arms and his legs again, which in and of itself is amazing. But what else it is, is it doing? It is because he's putting his attention to it. And this thing is, you know, he's putting his energy to it. The implants are actually reawakening parts of his uh, nerves that were dormant. And so now, even when the implant is turned off, he's still getting some stimulation and some feeling there because it's reawakening, it's reconnecting these pathways because our thoughts are all electricity. This is electricity. It's our attention. It is where he's putting his energy. It's reawakening things in a way that I like, if you're looking for real concrete sort of examples out there uh, of stuff that Joe's talking about, I think this is one of the best ones. And uh, the next one that we've got is on a very similar sort of wavelength is just like your thoughts are literally energy and they can really really it's reawakening pathways that 10 years ago 20 years ago we would have thought that you know would never be reawakened for this fella and now it's it's on a completely different level and that's such a wonderful stone you're you know 100 correct like it's an, it's a real life example tangible example of exactly what we're talking about and the fact that it's almost like it's a mechanism that was developed to force the consciousness of the individual to give their energy towards that which they're trying to achieve focus 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 focused and achieving that focus and allowing that to be something that's so intense but here's here's what i'll say leading up to that that i don't believe would be possible believe if the individual performing it didn't believe in the ability of it to actually be something that was constructive to achieve what it is they're trying to achieve. It starts with that. It starts with the belief. If you can believe in yourself and you can believe in what you're doing, it starts with that because other than that, it's a doubt. Oh, this isn't going to work. Or it's a fear. Oh, if this happens, then oh, this all this is going to happen. Anytime there's a doubt or a fear, that's immediately going to send your energy into a direction to receive. You're sending that boomerang of the other things out. And what is it going to get back? It's going to attract all the things back you don't want. But when you, when you, when you believe in yourself and you focus on what you believe, and here we have technology and we have something that's AI. And people say, oh, artificial intelligence, you know, intelligence, blah, blah, blah. Like AI is intelligence. It is consciously created by individuals in our, in our world. To, to do certain functions based on algorithms that were written by people. So is it artificial? Yes. Is it learning its own things? Yes. But it's based, its foundation was 
built on from intelligence from humans. But the fact of the matter is, and the comment that I want you to take away from my side of commentary on that incredible story is it starts with believing in yourself so that you can then have a foundation to consistently direct that energy to what you're trying to achieve. I think that leads us really well into this next one, which again, your thoughts are energy. You put that out there. Here is another one for Freethink. I grabbed two from Freethink. It's a nice one for the scientific sort of thing. New study shows how electricity can turn on genes. Uh, this, you know, really dovetails really nicely with, uh, with uh, if, you, if you've been on the channel before, we, we've talked about epigenetics and just this idea that there's ways for you to turn on and off different expressions of different genes. What they've been able to do for the first time in mice is to get uh, pancreas from them, from diabetic mice. They insert these electrodes into their pancreas and it's able to stimulate the genes that were previously thought to be turned off from producing insulin to be able to be turned on again. And so now it's just, it's figuring out ways with electricity, which again, thoughts are electrical impulses, to turn on these genes in a different way that they we previously thought could never have been, it would happen. And it's not a drug, it's not gene editing, it's not Ozempic, it's it's literally just the same sort of thing that pure our electricity. are. It's a, pure electricity. Yeah. Pure electricity. I mean, and, and, and even then, it's like one element in perspective that you can have about that sort of news uh, uh, story is is kind of fundamental to, to which there's a series of events that are happening. So it starts with testing with a, a mouse and the electricity and all of that. And it's almost like that entire series of events that's happening to then get to a place in which they have data that proves this is possible. What is our sense human consciousness needs? Data that proves it's possible. <laughs> right? So it's like, they're going to go through all of, that's where they're at today. That's great. They're going to get to where they want to get to in a year or two or whatever it is. And then we'll have that data. And only when we have that data and only when we have that information, then can we believe it's the same thing, literally the same thing. You know, they do the placebo effect, right? You know, it, any, it, it's any medication. They did that placebo effect with some, with, um, I read a story like a few months ago, I can't recall the details, but it was basically like a knee surgery. It was like a typical knee surgery and people went, half the people got it and half the people didn't. Everybody believed that they got it. And even the people that didn't get it were performing at the same recovery rate as the people that did get it. What? It's a whole new way for people. I, I remember this as well for people with really high risk uh, for those sorts of, sorts of surgeries. What they did is they just did like a little flesh wound and then uh, like a little cut around the knee and then they sewed it up so that it looked like they had gone through the full surgery and they hadn't, but their recovery process, just because they believed they had been operated on, was at the exact same level as these other folks or within sort of a statistically significant amount. Well, statistically significant information that removes doubts, information that removes fears of it's not working, right? And, and you'll, hear, you'll hear me say this <laughs> frequently. It's literally, if, if there's, there's two directions. It's either you have doubts and the fears, and then that, that, that becomes your conscious awareness of what you believe, or you believe that it's possible without having those doubts or fears be something that affect you. That's it. And if you're somebody like me, you need the stepping stones of, oh, this is interesting. This is really cool. This is something that I've never really thought of. But then if this is possible, then you go to the next step and you go to the next step. And it just it makes that a little bit, that transition a little bit smoother. I think. And so those are my good uh, good news stories for the week. I think this is going to be something regular that we'll have for the show. What about you, 
Joe, do you have any uh, good news stories or just little miracles from the week that you'd like to tell people about? Little miracles from the week. So good news stories. I saw there was some incredible progress made with uh, nuclear fusion energy, room temperature superconductors, which instead of having to be kept at like negative 270 degrees Celsius. Um, LK99? Yeah. Uh, won't get into the scientific like details of that because I don't understand it deep enough to do that, but sounds incredible and revolutionary to for for clean energy on this planet, which is a beautiful thing. Miracle, yeah, I'll, I'll share a miracle. Uh, the other day, I um, I had a <laughs> I had a series of events occur in the afternoon, and it was a very it was a very uh, there were a lot of things going on, and I don't like to say busy because busy implies chaos. I like to say focused. And when I say focused now, I mean present. And I mean appreciating what comes and allowing every moment to be that in which I am in full control of my emotions and full control of the circumstances and focusing on the solution and not allowing any problem be something that persists and why it happened or how it's bad or any of that. And so there was a series of things. So so number one, we went on a walk with my wife and there was an algae on something and, and she slipped and she fell and she hurt her arm. And so we had to come back and she got shock in her arm. And so, so we, 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 we came back, she's doing fine. Um, it's all coming back slow and slowly in her arm, but she's doing great. But then we got back and then, so that was the first thing. And, and while we were on that walk, we were seeing these beautiful, like elements of nature and butterflies and birds all over the place. And we're, and my wife was seeing them and she was pointing them out and I was pointing them out. It was a short walk. And by the <laughs> we fell, we had to come straight back. Then we come back and what happens? It's 90 plus degrees and the air conditioner turns off. My wife hears a drip, drip, drip. Air conditioner unit is, is overflowing with the water and the drain is clogged because I haven't cleaned it out in a year, which I know better than that. And oddly enough, last week I was just looking at it as I was doing something near there. And I said, oh, I should clean that out. Here we go. <laughs> it manifested right back to me to say, well, here you go. Like it's right, literally right here. Um, so I had to get out the shop vac and, and clean out the drain. And then as I'm plugging in the, um, the shop vac, I plug it into an outlet in which, in which it, there's, it's can't handle the load. And so it blows. I thought it blew the breaker or the GFI. It didn't do that. It blew the entire, blew the switch in the wall. Because it's a smart switch, and the smart switches are not as like robust as regular switches, in which it should blow the other things. But so I had to change out the switch in the wall, and you know all of these. So it was like a sear. And then something came through with work, and there were like two or three other things that happened, and it was and it was like a series of these things that a year ago, every one of them would have been like a like, ugh, like oh this is terrible, blah 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 blah. It would have been this big thing that I would have made it into. I let it be like. I do this now. No problem. Let me just go get the shop vac. Oh, honey, are you okay? And I got her ice and I got her set up and I made sure she was comfortable and, you know, all of that. That was the first thing I did. And then when she was walking by, she heard the drip. I'm like, oh, okay. So I guess my my thing that I saw that I should have done over the last week now has come back to me. So let me just go do that now. No problem. The thing blew. Okay. I, I, I know probably what I got to do. I got to take the thing off the wall and change it out and do all these things. I just calmly did it and I focused on the solution and I focused on what needed to be done instead of focusing on all the agony and all the pain and all the stress about why is it happening to me now. So I would call that, I would call that a miracle because to me that was, that was great to, to be able to reflect back and say, man, I didn't react to this with chaos. I reacted to this with peace 
And with just a steady flow of just, okay, let me just do it. You know, I know what I have to do. And it's, it was literally a series of small accomplishments that weren't things that I <laughs> thought I'd be doing that day. But I was able to approach it without any without any bother to my awareness. And I'm like, and 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 if you've heard me before, if you watch some of our episodes, every one of these things that comes into our worlds is, is a test. Can we control our emotions? Can we control our condition within the present moment of awareness to not react with chaos, but to react with kindness and to react with peace and to just like understand, like, just do it. I mean, you, you know what you got to do to give any attention or energy towards why it happened or the struggle or the pain or the stress or the anxiety is your own decision to do that. Once you get to the level of understanding that the little, 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 little things all add up to that ultimately. So there's my view. And I think something that's important for people to, and this is something that I went through when we first started working together, Joe, is I thought, yeah, 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 that's really great. That's really great for Joe. It's not going to work for me. I found with each one of our meetings, it was like a little recharge of this of this battery that you'd sort of implanted in my brain. I, I think everybody's got this. What like it's sort of a positive. The energy of life, Riley. It's the energy the of energy life. Energy of life that beats your heart. But day to day struggles can really, really let that charge drop, drop, drop. And so I found uh, when I was first starting off on this, you know, a similar journey of Joe is like my meetings with Joe was the thing that recharged this thing that reminded me. Oh yeah, be positive. Be positive. So you're going to find that it dips, but let us recharge you each week. Come back to the show, sort of think about, or let us sort of be that reminder for you until you find that, you know what? These day-to-day things aren't dipping my battery as much as it used to. You know, I need to now be a guest on the show. And when you do, you know, reach out in the comments, tell us that. We want to hear these stories. We want to hear how you are sort of changing your own reality through these, just perceiving it differently. Thank you, Riley, for sharing that. Because, I mean, that, and that brings... That brings back for me the whole purpose of why we're here. Like I had this kind of thought, just like I had the thought of the <laughs> kindness challenge, you know, and I said, man, I feel, and this was after I think three or four months of, 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 of meditating every day. And when I, and meditating is like, is like, is connecting with that energy of life. That's all meditation is. Meditation is recharging your battery consciously. Meditation is connecting with the energy of your life consciously. In your conscious awareness, you do it every night when you sleep. You do it unconsciously, but you you do it. You can't live without sleeping. So you do it already, but this is doing it consciously. And this is doing it to a place in which you can understand what that feels like. And you can, and 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 you're because you're 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 consciously doing it, you're giving it your attention. And so after several months of this, I'm like, oh my God, these feel I've never experienced life in this way. This is amazing. This is this is everything I've ever been like searching for in my world. I was reacting to everything, and now I felt like I was I was I was in, I was the authority in my life, in a, in, a, in a very peaceful and positive way. So, Joe, you're one years on from starting your journey. Do you want to talk about some of the stuff? Like, what what has been the biggest change that you've found between Joe? By the time this episode airs, you, you'll have, you'll have your one year anniversary of. Uh, sort of changing your mindset. What, what was what's the biggest change from Joe? You know, August twenty twenty three from Joe August twenty twenty two. Peacefulness, the ability to be in silence and not having thoughts running through my mind that I don't want. <gasps> Holy sh! Oh <laughs> God! <laughs> After all the talk we did about not. <laughs> 
This giant hawk just came out of the sky and tried to grab a little bird. Was unsuccessful, Ooh. literally 20 feet in front of me. As you asked me that question. Um, <laughs> we're going to bleep out the S word because that was not. See, here I am talking about all of this stuff, but they still come in every once in a while, right? <laughs> like, but that was like, you know, oh, my God. Wow, that was unbelievable. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, that was a big bird. That was a giant. That was a Cooper's hawk. He was his wingspan was probably four to five feet, and he was at least sixteen inches tall. And he just came right down. He he like it was it was like an elevator. He like dropped right down and tried to pick up a pick up a little little birdie. But they all escaped. Everything's good. See, only good news. <laughs> <laughs> My wife will be happy to hear that they all escaped. Wow, that was incredible timing for that to happen. Timing is another thing. Synchronicities. So like peaceful. So the peacefulness and the fact that I'm not reacting to things that I used to react to. I'm not giving the energy to things that were just part of the construct of my awareness because that's how I grew up. That's how I lived. That's how everybody lives in the world that we're in. And to realize that I have control of that energy if I believe that. If I believe I have control of that energy in my world, in my life, in my choices, I that's possible. And that has been what's actually come about in my own world. So that's, that's I'd say, the, 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 the biggest things. And the other ancillary things are that, that I've seen along the way are, I don't call them coincidences anymore. I call them synchronicities. And when you see synchronicities, those are things that have, like, you, I was just talking about you and they came into your life. Or, or you see butterflies or you see, you know, beautiful elements in nature more frequently or you know, or you're thinking about something and then all of a sudden you have, it comes to you. My, last night I had a, I had a special treat that I, I, I got from this, this delicious bakery and, and I, I got more than enough for me and I wasn't going to eat them all. And I wanted to share them with some neighbors. And I happened to text my neighbor and I said, Hey, I have this amazing thing. Can I share it with you? Or can I, are you home for a delivery so I can drop it off? <laughs> and she says, Oh my God, I literally was just think. I literally just said, I wish I had something sweet in the house because I don't have anything. And here you are texting me <laughs> five, 10 minutes later with exactly what I could have ever hoped for. <laughs> I'm like, it's magic. You know, that type of thing. And having those experiences like happen in my life where they never happened before. And, having them and then celebrating them. Yeah. Appreciating yes. them, making sure that you take time to give gratitude for it. Yes. Because when you see things and you appreciate things, you get excited about certain things. Those are the things that are going to keep coming back. Those are the things that you're throwing those good boomerangs out. Every time you get excited about something, every time you have joy, every time you, you feel the feeling of, of, of that, that's the most powerful catalyst you can affect in your world to get excited about things that you want to happen and come into your world. The other thing is, is time. Not allowing time to be something that was the, 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 the definite construct of my, of my life. And what, I don't mean that by everybody has commitments and meetings and, you know, days that they, you know, absolutely. That's all. That's, that's, that's a thing for sure. Absolutely. What I'm saying is, is not getting upset because of time, not letting time be the reason why you're upset or why you're reacting in the way you're reacting. So like, that's been something that's been very transformational in my life. And then because, and, and it's almost like, instead of thinking about, like it's, it's about sh like shifting your perspective and all of the power that you've given time, because that's what it is. You've given time 
all of that power because of all the energy. Oh, it's I'm going to be late or, you know, or, or I don't have time to do this or and, and I'll be honest, like I was thinking about those things I just said yesterday. Like it still pops in every once in a while, but the frequency is way less. And my ability to say, whoa, whoa, that's not correct. <laughs> I know better than that. Right. And, and having the ability to know that you have that power, know that you have the ability to do that. Like that's what's possible. And then realizing, oh, that was an accomplishment. Like that little thing is an accomplishment. And then you take that into the next day and you take that into the next day. And that's and, and, and then you start instead of thinking about time, you just think about you're in motion. Instead of, instead of thinking about you're in some time on some calendar, you're just in motion. Every moment, every present moment, you are in motion. And only in this present moment is where it all is right now. There, there's, 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 you know, you, if you look at time, you construct the past. If you look at time, you construct the future. And you're giving your energy to a future that may or may not happen. You're giving your attention to a past that, you know, has happened from your perspective, but not necessarily the perspective of everybody else. Because as, as I, as I, often ask people, you cannot prove that your perspective and your what you're experiencing now is the same as what I'm experiencing and my perspective now. And I cannot prove that your experience that you're having now and your perspective now is the same as that which I'm experiencing now. You can't. <laughs> you can't. You cannot prove that. I cannot prove that. So that in and of itself should at some level if you think about that, qualify the fact that everybody is in their own world. You are in your own world. You know it. I have a really good little anecdote about this. Uh, and so this is before, this is years ago, before I, I knew about Joe being insanely great, any of this sort of stuff. Probably 2015, maybe. And I was living in a place uh, with my partner and we were growing a basil. We were growing basil in this little sort of raised garden bed on our uh, front lawn. And one day, because I could see through sort of our glass uh, window out to that, as the basil plants matured for the year, I saw this older lady come. She was walking by and she came over and she grabbed a whole bunch of my basil and she just walked off with it. And Joe, I was fuming. And I told my partner about it. I told it directly the way that I was like so angry about it that she got fuming as well. And then... Later on, I was texting my mom because my mom loves to grow basil and I was texting her about it. And my mom, without any context of how fuming I was, she said, oh, it's a shame you couldn't have gotten her a bag to take it home with her. And that completely just I was ready to chase this lady down the street and say, give me my basil back. <laughs> I wasn't going to use that basil for anything. I already had enough for pesto. But just the fact that she took it was enough to get me angry. And my mom completely flipped the script on it and said, it's a shame you couldn't have helped her out. And that just, it hit me like a ton of bricks of just her perception of that situation was exactly right. I could have met a new person. She might have had some recipes for me to, to, to use about this basil. We could have talked about how much she loves fresh basil. I wasn't going, we had more than more than more than enough of that basil. I was just so angry that she took some without asking, even though I wasn't going to use it for any reason. And just the flip of that switch of, oh, it's a shame you couldn't have helped her with it just my perception about it was so wrong and it was giving me so much negativity that it, yeah, it really hit me like a ton of bricks and made me from then on, I tried to take more of a step back from these sorts of situations. Cause you can never be really too sure. Even in something like that, where it's like, Oh, a person is sitting on my base. Well, did I do that much? Oh, well, maybe she really appreciates it. 
it's like that you can get so consumed on a single negative thought that you can miss the bigger picture someone takes it from you like they're like like it's and and that's like and that and that reaction is like an immediately i mean objectively it's an immediately selfish reaction right it's like an immediately selfish reaction and that selfish reaction then what cr created that 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 sequence of events and where that happened in which you yourself had that reaction, but you also I was pacing around the house, racing around the house, and you were going and 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 you created that conscious awareness of all of that chaos with your partner, with 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 all of the people you told. And now I need to share an incredibly complimentary story, my Basil story. I never told you this. I didn't even. I, that's the first time I heard that story. So I'd say maybe a month or two ago. I got these little starter, this little kit to make like little basil sprouts. So I already have like a little basil like pot that has growing basil. But you know when basil grows and it kind of gets a little old, and then you have some yellow leaves and some and some bark, and it's and and you only are picking off the little things at the top because. But so so I was I I, I wanted to cr I had this system I was going to do where I was just going to grow the basil and. When it gets to a certain thing, then I was just going to use it and eat it and, you know, have this consistent flow of basil coming. So I put the seeds in and I, and I sprayed it with the water and I was doing it two or three times a day to get them to sprout. Weren't sprouting. And this was like, usually they sprout within a week. They weren't sprouting. And it was like the sixth or seventh or eighth. It was like the eighth or ninth day. And I started to doubt the, the basil. Walking one day, this nice older lady down the street, I says, uh, Joe, I have so much basil. Would you like some basil? I'm like, okay. Riley, she brings out this giant bag of basil, more basil than I've ever seen <laughs> from one person. And I'm like, oh my God, is the universe giving me the basil because it knows that, first of all, I already had enough, so I didn't need to plant anymore. And if you really want it, here's an abundance of basil. And then like number two, you don't need to be doing this. So what happened? I took all the basil, I cleaned it, I, you know, used as much as I possibly could because it was way more than I could use. And the basil never sprouted and gave up on it. So and I just still use the little pot that I have. But how ironic and beautiful of a of a compliment of stories that, you know, I'd never heard that and you'd never I'd never shared that with you. To, for you to bring up here as we're as we're talking and our neighbors are having their lawn cut. Yeah. <laughs> I, another thing I should bring up is um, I think, Joe, if I were to speak to you, you know, five years ago when I was first starting off my entrepreneurial journey as a podcast producer, I would have said it is impossible to have a quality podcast in the way that you want to be set up in this beautiful backyard with, you know, lawnmowers going on in the background. Hawks coming down and attacking other birds in the camera left. You know, I, I don't know. That's crazy. <laughs> but then, you know, it's another one of those things where you you eventually, if you if you if you let positivity sort of guide you in these situations. And I mean, with Joe, when we were first meeting about it, it's, it's impossible not to. You figure, you go, okay, so this is the dream solution. How do we work backwards from that? Rather than here's the things that work best all the time you need to use this and so we went with a completely different setup and it's not traditional it's not something i'd recommend to everybody but it works in the situation and it's great focus it's on what works you... yeah exactly focus on what you know you have to do in order to make it work don't allow anything that's going to doubt or or take away from that be what you focus on and then you'll 
realize the little moments that happens as I hold my handkerchief. Thank you, Grandma, for reminding me to bring a handkerchief every time so I can, you know, pat the sweat because it's, you know, a little, a lot <laughs> humidified over here. Um, but yes, and then realizing that every moment is an opportunity to, to, to celebrate, as you said previously, celebrate an accomplishment. And then once you find yourself celebrating multiple accomplishments throughout the day, no matter how small they are, You'll be able to say, look back and say, oh, my God, wow, these things don't affect me. Those things I, I don't even look at. And then people will tell you, you it won't just be you. People around you will, will say to you, you know what? You don't you don't do this anymore. Like you do all of this now. Like, wow. You know, and, and that's what and that's what I think is so important to convey here today. For those of you first time listeners or those or viewers and those of you have watched this before, like. This is not some mountain you have to climb that's this massive thing that takes so much time and dedication. It's taking one moment today, two moments tomorrow, you know, maybe two moments for a week or two. Then it's three, you know, every, but realizing that every moment is an opportunity for you to have that accomplishment to which you can celebrate and say, wow, this feels good. Feel good. The more you can feel good, the more you'll feel the energy of life that beats your heart. So I think that's a good challenge for people this week is let's give let's try to react positively to something that would normally would be so easy to react negatively to and see if you can trace how that changes things that would normally also, you know, radiate negativity out of that. See if changing one of those aspects to a positive aspect makes a change that, you know, creates a ripple effect and see if you can trace that. And if you can, comment down below and also like, subscribe, bell icon, all those things. Joe, uh, we're going to be back every week with these sorts of conversations, I hope. Yes, 1,000%. Most certainly. Maybe more frequently, depending on how what happens with our big kindness challenge that you're going to tell everybody about because it's amazing. And start thinking about now. Start thinking about now how ways you can be intentionally kind in, in certain moments throughout that week. Right. Start preparing yourself for the magic that's going to happen in your world when most of the interactions you have with people have an undertone of kindness. What? <laughs> what? How amazing. How amazing. Thank you, everyone, for allowing us to connect and engage with you today. How wonderful. Thank you, Riley. <laughs> All right, for everybody out there, be insanely great. Be insanely great in your own way. Do it. Do it.